Welcome to the Species Hall of Fame. This is Quentin Wheeler. As a systematist, it's clear to me what natural history museums should be doing, but are not doing enough of. Instead of being centers for species exploration and advancing the knowledge and phylogenetic classification of life, they are variously engaged in the same kinds of science as countless universities, research institutes, and government agencies whether ecology, conservation, or molecular genetics, and in what might be described as infotainment, using exhibit halls to parrot headlines made elsewhere. Such research and public education activities neither make use of nor improve upon the information content of the collections, which differentiate natural history museums from other kinds of scientific institutions. As museums dilute their status as centers for systematic biology research and species exploration, it's clear that their leaders see them as something else. So I decided to look up a few mission statements to see what museums think, or at least say, they are doing instead of collections-based research and systematics and collections-based public outreach. Here are nine such statements. The Natural History Museum in London states that our mission is to create advocates for the planet. The Smithsonian's National Museum of Natural History states that its goal is understanding the natural world and our place in it. To discover, interpret, and disseminate through scientific research and education, knowledge about human cultures, the natural world, and the universe is the statement from the American Museum of Natural History. The Royal Botanic Gardens Q in Our Manifesto for Change 2021-2030 to states, the institution's ultimate goal is to step up to help end the extinction crisis and contribute to creating a world where nature is protected, valued by all, and managed sustainably. To make knowledge and information about natural and cultural diversity accessible to everyone, and help all citizens understand more clearly the world around them, is the mission of the Museum National d'Histoire Naturelle in Paris. Our mission is to discover and describe life and earth with people through dialogue, says the Museum für Naturkunde in Berlin. Our brand embodies the forward-thinking scientific leader we've always been, and the work we do every day, fighting climate change, preserving biodiversity, celebrating cultures, championing science, and taking action, says the Field Museum of Natural History in Our Mission, A Commitment to Earth's Future. The Academy of Natural Sciences of Drexel University states that they are a leading natural history museum dedicated to understanding the natural world and inspiring everyone to care for it. And finally, the Missouri Botanical Garden states that its mission is to discover and share knowledge about plants and their environment in order to preserve and enrich life. Do these mission statements have anything in common? In general, I think they do. First, the statements are broad and somewhat vague. This is to be expected for reasons of self-preservation, of course. A too narrowly circumscribed mission statement might actually be successfully accomplished, putting the institution out of business. 
The mission statements are, appropriately, aspirational, implicitly challenging the institution and its supporters to reach for high goals, and they seem to seek to project relevance, tying the institution to major issues facing society, such as conservation or sustainability. While this is smart, it would be smarter still to make clear the special role that museums can play in addressing these and other pressing issues by tapping the vast information content of the collections in their care. Berlin and Paris come closest, it could be argued, to statements projecting systematics, but all require some level of interpretation to clearly do so, and curiously, none of the statements explicitly even mention collections, which is what ultimately sets them apart from hundreds of other institutions. Of course, collections may be understood as implicitly important to the mission statements as given, but I fear that in some cases, statements signal something worse, a purposeful distancing of mission from collections, considering trends in hiring, separation of curation from research, exhibit topics, rate of collection growth, and staff research projects in many museums, there is most definitely reason for concern. Acknowledging the benefits of broad mission statements, I nonetheless find the lack of focus disturbing. It is focus on particular aspects of the natural world, such as what species exist, how they are related, the sequence of character transformations and species divergence through evolutionary history, and how species can be classified to reflect relationships that potentially differentiates collections-based institutions from research universities, research institutes, and organizations having no collections at all. It is possible to keep the lofty missions as stated and focus on the areas of science where museums can make contributions uniquely or uniquely well by virtue of collections in combination with systematics expertise. Another commonality among natural history museums is size. Even the largest have far fewer PhD-level researchers than any major university. A university with hundreds of biology faculty can legitimately project expertise in a wide array of disciplines. In attempting to do the same, natural history museums risk becoming the poster child for the old adage of jack-of-all-trades and master-of-none. The choice-facing museums could not be clearer. They may either remain unfocused and content with also-ran status among hundreds of other institutions, or they can focus, take advantage of their unique collections, and become undisputed world leaders in a few fundamentally important areas. The trend in the 20th century was clearly the former. The lack of clarity of vision, the absence of courage of purpose, have contributed mightily to the decline in respect and support for systematic biology and slowed the growth of collections at a time of accelerated extinction. As the sixth mass extinction takes form, the world urgently and desperately needs exactly the kind of expertise and focus which natural history museums had before they decided to reinvent themselves in the image of broader and more currently popular areas of science. The lack of focus on species exploration and classification and absence of ambitious programs to expand and develop collections as a reflection of species diversity have resulted in an erosion of their former uniqueness among institutions. 
Their independent relevance is much less obvious today, in spite of soaring rhetoric. Natural history museums face the greatest challenges in their history, and the greatest opportunities. They are now called upon to do what institutions without collections cannot, to be science and society's collective memory of the diversity of life on our planet before a mass extinction. Facing this enormous challenge will require laser-like focus of every resource at their disposal. But in so doing, museums will rise above a crowded field of research institutions to distinguish themselves as indispensable and uniquely important leaders. They have the opportunity to be the flagship institutions in one of the greatest scientific undertakings of all time the exploration and understanding of the diversity and history of the millions of life forms inhabiting the only biologically diverse planet in the entire known universe. At the current rate of extinction, little time remains for a planetary-scale species inventory. As keepers of the world's great collections, museums alone bear the greatest burden to rise to this challenge. This is not a time for grandiose words, but for grandiose actions. This is not a time to mimic other institutions, but to accept the challenge of leadership. It is not a time to follow fads and the easy path to grant money, but for museums to create their own opportunities by teaching the world what must be done in the face of a mass extinction. Museums do have a critically important role in facing the great environmental challenges but it is a role different from that of all other institutions. They alone can explore and create baseline knowledge of our planet's species at the close of the Holocene, document the diverse attributes of species, and deepen our understanding of biodiversity and the evolutionary history of which we are part. Museums can be the solution to some of the most fundamental aspects of the extinction crisis, or they can by remaining unfocused, be part of the problem. Science, history, and the future of the planet are calling these special institutions entrusted with the physical evidence of species diversity in the form of collections to differentiate themselves and become true leaders. The time for action is short, so whether the necessary vision, focus, and courage can be mustered in the museum and systematics communities in time, will soon be known. So far, mission statements give little comfort that we are moving in the right direction. For the Species Hall of Fame, I'm Quentin Dewey.